Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. If you need help keeping track, today is Thursday, April the 22nd. Today is Earth Day, and somewhere out there in the world, they made a theme for 2021's Earth Day, and that is Restore Our Earth. And I think we all need to work on not only restoring our Earth, but probably ourselves over um, all of the stress of the last year. Didn't just happen to us, the Earth was stressed too. So we're here to talk with the ladies of the Ripley County Community Foundation, Executive Director Amy Streener and Clarice Patterson, who oversees the Genesis Projects. So good morning, ladies. How are you today? We're doing fantastic. Good morning, Jody. Thank you for having us this morning. Yeah, I am super excited to talk to you guys today. You guys have a really cool project going on right now um, called The Greener Tomorrow. Yes, we're very excited about this project. It's actually a brainchild of our youth group, Ripley Youth Outreach, um, and that is a group composed of local teenagers from all over Ripley County who want to work together to improve or to make an impact in the county, and they decided this year that they would focus on the environment and what they could do to make a difference, a positive impact on their the natural landscape that Indiana provides to us. Yeah, and so with that, Indiana, surprisingly, people don't know this, there are a lot of trees that are native just to the area, right? Yeah, as far as I know, I am not an expert. That's (laughs) why we teamed up with Dave Patterson of Patterson's Nursery, um, as well as Oldenburg Renewable Energy Commission that had an arborist um, on their board as well that we were able to work with. And I know that we, working with them, we identified 20 different natural indigenous trees to Ripley County that we were able to purchase. And now, today, we're starting to get those trees planted. And so with that, you guys were granted this amazing um, Enbridge grant in order to be able to pull this project off. Yeah, that is correct. So, again, back to the Ripley Youth Outreach Group. Um, after that group of teenagers kind of identified the environment, it just so happened at that same time a grant opportunity from Inbridge, which is a local um, company here in the Ripley County, was had a grant, and they gave us or granted uh, the group $10,200 basically to do two things, Jody, and that was one, to plant anywhere from 200 to 300 trees in and around Ripley County, as well as to plant pollinator gardens in and around our county as well. Uh, But Enbridge, we greatly appreciate their their financial support and backing of this program, but we've also had a lot of volunteers from everywhere that have been able to make this project happen. I mean, trying to get two to 300 trees in the ground is impossible for a staff of two and a half, which is what we have. Um, So um, Helen Brand Industries, uh, they're out, their employees are out um, at the park today um, planting some trees with the parks department and as well as they're also at the baseball middle school and or primary school today um, to get some trees in the ground. Um, Oldenburg Academy students um, through their biology class kind of took this project on to make a difference in and around the Oldenburg area. They're also out planting trees today. And then we also have Milan um, Elementary School, um, every one of those classes is out planting trees today on the Milan campus. So 
it's a lot more than money. It takes a lot of time and effort to get all of these trees in the ground to make sure that none of them are going to waste. You know, I've actually been really impressed over the last uh, few weeks speaking with a lot of um, youth in the community. Yesterday's show, we featured two different groups um, that are trying to make a difference. And, and how does it uh, how is it difficult to get all of these young kids involved with something like this? No, not at all. I mean, I the hardest part is just finding a, a common time when these kids can meet because kids today, they, they keep themselves very busy. Um, so, but once you get them all in the same room, they don't care about school mascots. They don't care about their city or their town lines, where they live. They they are able to quickly um, come together around whatever topic interests them. And, and this year, I mean, it was the environment. I mean, the environment quickly resonated with this group. And as soon as they all realized that they had a passion to make a difference um, with their local environment, they quickly came around and figured out how to use their collective group to make a difference throughout the entire county. I think that the students, um, teenagers, they don't have any issues working with each other, and they do it very well. Yeah, that is super impressive. Because um, you, you're right, kids don't just go home after school anymore. They do sports and and um, educational activities and church and all kinds and of different groups. Up. And so it's amazing to see kids finding that time to volunteer and be able to do this kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Um, it, they just needed the opportunity to be able to kind of voice what it is that they want. And they just needed a little bit of guidance in how to make that happen. Um, and really, once you, you lead them in the right direction, they're able to pick up the project and run with it. I've been very impressed with the group of students that we're privileged to work with this year. So not only are you guys planting 200 plus trees in in the county, you guys are also installing these pollinator gardens. Um, where will we see those at? Yeah, so we're going to have three pollinator gardens. One is going to be over at Oldenburg, somewhere within the town or on Oldenburg Academy's campus. You're going to see one over on the Osgood Trails. And the third one is going to be in Milan. Uh, associated with the Milan Elementary School. So the elementary school kids are helping to design it, plant it, and then they're going to maintain it and make it a part of their class curriculum. That is excellent. And a, a, a lot to learn from these because not only do they grow and help the earth providing oxygen and all that, um, but they help provide life with, with insects in the, in the chain of life, right? Right, and so one of the things that we've discovered while we were um, planning this project is that actually um, uh, at least one-third of our food that we eat is dependent upon a pollinator, whether that be a bee or a monarch butterfly. And those are the two pollinators that our gardens are going to focus on. So each garden is going to be at least 45 by 30 feet, um, in, that's going to be the dimensions, and they're going to have over 100 different plants um, in those gardens. Wow, that's really impressive. Now, part of this has been that there's a fundraiser attached to it. Are you guys still collecting funds for it? Yeah, actually, we're, we're actually collecting funds to create a permanent endowment. 
So one of the things that our board of directors here at the Community Foundation quickly realized once they um, were approached by the students saying, hey, we want to focus on the environment, we quickly noticed that we don't have any fund that focuses on the environment. So using this opportunity to create a, an endowment fund called A Greener Tomorrow, which will provide financial assistance or grants to local communities and organizations for the future who want to focus on an environment preservation project. So, and you can donate um, at any time to the Greener Tomorrow Fund. You can do that by visiting our website, rccfonline.org, or by sending a check to the Ripley County Community Foundation. And our address is 13 East George Street, Batesville. There you go, guys. Check them out. Help donate towards us. You can even have them uh, plant a tree in the future in honor or memory of your loved one, right? That's absolutely correct. That is awesome. Well, that's just one of the many great things that you guys do at the Ripley County Community Foundation. And you've also got a Change Ripley County grant going on. Yeah, that's correct. So again, this is a an initiative of our Ripley Youth Outreach Group. They um, have realized that their peers have really good ideas and ways that they want to change and improve the community as well. But it's hard for teenagers to access the money that's needed to make these projects occur and happen. So they decided, Ripley's Outreach decided to use uh, the funding that we support them with to pay it forward and put it back out into the community to support their peers with projects. So they are actually making a $10,000 grant possible this year. Applications are being accepted right now. Applications are due June the 1st. You can find applications to the Change Ripley County grant on our website. Again, that's rccfonline.org. And the purpose of this application is for a local youth, and youth is anywhere from 13 years old up to 20 years old, um, they need to be the applicant. So they need to work with a local nonprofit entity um, who could hold the money for them so to make their project come alive. Are there any stipulations to, can it be any variety of a not-for-profit being church or uh, business associated or anything like that? Yeah, just as long as you're a 501c3 organization, uh, you qualify. Excellent. And that covers the entire the entire county of Ripley County. So any youth from any of the local schools can apply for this. Yes, and you don't have to be associated with a, a local school. Um, any youth, whether you're homeschooled or whether you're in college or whether you're um, out of high school and in the workforce, you, you would be able to apply for this grant. I mean, the purpose of the grant is to give local youth the, the platform and the resources needed to make a change in their community that they want to see. And the hope is that then the local youth will feel a, a stronger connection to their community and want to come back here um, after they graduate from college or finish serving their service in the military, whatever it is that their path is. And what's the deadline on when applications, when people can apply for this? June the 1st at midnight. Excellent. And then I guess you guys kind of really quickly let people know who does receive that too, don't you? Yeah, so then the Ripley's Outreach Group will take time to review applications 
and they would like to notify a winner by around August the 1st of this year, right around the time that school is going to start. There you go, guys. Get started. And, of course, contact the Ripley County Community Foundation to get started with any questions that you have on that grant or any other grant because you guys offer several grants. Yes, we um, always offer our small grants. We have four cycles each year. The next time that you can apply for a small grant is the first Friday in June. Um, and then we also have a large grant opportunity once a year, and large grant applications are due the first Friday in August. All right. Get those grants and make a difference in the community. That's, I think, the most important lesson you could do for Earth Day. Yes, absolutely. As we appreciate the volunteers that we have here, and we know that volunteers are important. Um, so thank you, for everybody, for everything that you do to make our community better. Yeah. Well, and you've had some changes in the office recently. You announced that the new director of Genesis Pathways to Success, Clarice Patterson. So, Clarice, tell me about your involvement with this program. I first came on to the Community Foundation um, starting back in 2015 when I became a member of the Ripley Youth Outreach Program. I was involved in it all throughout high school. And then during my senior year of college, I was looking for an internship, so I decided to reach out to Amy Streeter here to see if an internship was available. I came on uh, my senior year of college as a marketing intern, and then I was with the Community Foundation until uh, June when I was then offered a full-time position as the Outreach and Communication Liaison. And then with uh, Cheryl Obendorf's retirement um, beginning March 1st, I was then offered the position to be the director of Genesis Pathways to Success. Well, and for those that... I'm sorry, say that again. And she's a fabulous addition. We're very lucky. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does seem fantastic. And it's probably good to... Um, Cheryl was amazing. But I think new people always bring a new, a new fresh outlook on things, right? Absolutely. And one thing I can say about Clarice is that she's passionate and she definitely loves Ripley County. And that, I think, probably is the most important quality to host in your office. Yes, and we try to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Well, those that aren't familiar with what Genesis Pathways to Success are, what's your elevator speech? Uh, Genesis Pathways to Success is an initiative of the Ripley County Community Foundation, uh, we help to provide educational and economic opportunities for those who reside in Ripley County. Um, we hope that this will result in thriving communities. Um, so we help to be the guide to new beginnings, a nudge in the right direction, and an acceleration towards one's goal. And so I would say probably is the, is the most maybe known program of Genesis Pathways, is that the Rube Goldberg contest here locally? Yes, absolutely. I, that is our biggest uh, program of the year. And that involves lots of school kids. We talked about that last week, um, but those aren't those that aren't familiar or might have missed that interview, can you kind of give them a short outlook of what that is? Absolutely. So a Rube Goldberg machine is a really complicated way of completing a simple task. Um, so last April 10th, uh, we held our 10th annual Rube Goldberg machine contest where we had five um, teams participate. Um, those were from Batesville Middle School, Batesville High School, St. Louis Catholic School, 
Southerly Junior High School, and then the Ripley County Engineering Academy, which is a part of Jacksonville High School. Um, those teams all competed um, at the Ripley County level, um, and several awards were given yes. out. And they had to build a machine that would shake and pour a box of nerds, and they had to use at least 10 steps in order to achieve that process at the middle school level, and if you were a high school team, you had to have at least 20 steps in order to do that. And that's a lot of work. I mean, you think about, like, the domino effect, if you will, as being a yeah. robotic engine. Um, it's not easy yeah. to make a 10-plus step to, to empty a box of nerds. Yeah, but the, the, the key thing to remember with Rube Goldberg is it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be wacky. And the one thing we can tell you is that the kids and the students that participate and build these machines, they do it because they love it and they're having a lot of fun. It's just, and when the machine works and it works well, their reactions are priceless and make it all worth it. And that's important. I think one, so focus in schools that I don't think that, I mean, we never heard this term before when I was in school that I remember, and that is STEM. And, and you guys do a lot of work to encourage um, STEM being fun um, and not just educational. Yeah, we, we try to make it so that students understand um, in the real world how STEM impacts their lives and how they can put it into effect. I mean, they don't realize that they're using science when they cook. You know, that's just a form of chemistry. And with that in mind, um, Clarice has developed two summer camps that are focused on STEM that will be taking place this summer as well yeah those are i mean they sound super cool we'll start off with talking about the kids building bikes camp yeah so kids building bikes um this program is in collaborate in collaboration with 913 sports which is a nonprofit organization based out of indianapolis they help teach students all about the power of a bicycle um so during the kids building bikes program um students will come to the program They'll receive their bicycle in parts. It won't be put together for them. So then over the course of four days, students will learn about the mechanics and engineering aspects of a bicycle, um, and then they'll learn to piece that bicycle together. While doing so, they'll learn about their rider safety skills, rules of the road, um, important bicycle aspects, and then at the end of the camp, those kids will get to keep their bicycle, knowing how it all works, you know, if it has to have repairs done to it, they'll know how to fix those. And that camp is scheduled to take place um, Fridays in July, so July 9th, July 16th, July 23rd, and July 30th. Um, the camp is going to be held at the Tyson Activity Center parking lot, um, and that camp is available to eight students on a first-come, first-served basis. Yeah, so even though the camp is being held in Versailles, um, it's open to anybody in Ripley County. Any student is welcome to participate. And the thing about the kids building bikes, back when that ties back into the Greener Tomorrow project, because Greener Tomorrow was to focus on the environment. And then we also needed to figure out a way, especially with COVID and limits on what you could do indoors, we needed to find a way to also have show and appreciation for your local environment. And we have some fantastic parks. We have a great state park. So Clarice and Cheryl, before she retired, were able to figure out a way to make um, STEM activities that would help show that or build that appreciation for the environment. So they came up with the Great STEM Bike Ride, 
and they started the Great STEM Bike Ride with Kids Riding Bikes program in our middle schools back in February. And then this is the next phase or the next part of the Great STEM Bike Ride, which is um, hopefully going to encourage local kids, hey, get out, ride your bikes, be active, and enjoy the local environment at the parks that are available to us. Yeah, absolutely. What a better way to um, learn about being environmentally friendly than um, learning that there's other modes of transportation other than gas-guzzling vehicles. That's right. That's right. So that's what we're hoping to achieve with kids building bikes. And we're also, we are working really hard to have a second kids building bikes camp that would take place in June, but that one is still pending. We're, we're hoping that some financial um, backing comes to help us support that camp to make it a reality. Excellent. Well, of course, if you hear this and you think, that sounds amazing, I want to help, get a hold of them today. Yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> well, and you've got another great summer camp going on for kids this summer too, right? Yes, we do. We have Future Ready Robotics Camp happening um, during the month of July, on July 13th, 14th, and 15th. Um, this camp is open to uh, middle school students as well. Um, and during this camp, they'll learn how to program uh, VEX robots, um, and they'll also receive an introduction to a program called New Game. Um, they'll compete against students with a similar age, and they'll develop a growth mindset through collaboration and problem solving. This camp is going to be held at Jacksonville Elementary School from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Excellent. And again, that's for the middle school students. And is there a limit on how many students can apply for that one? Uh, there's 36. Excellent. So because of limits, because of COVID, uh, COVID, um, yes. make sure you guys probably need to get in and sign up early. Yes. Um, actually, we've opened up... Um, We've opened up registration for both for the robotics camp, and it's filling up very, very quickly. Um, I think that people are ready to get back out um, and to provide opportunities for their kids. And we're working with local teachers on the VEX robotics camp. Um, we're trying to keep kids um, engaged over the summer so that they come back in the fall, you know, ready to, to learn again in school. Yeah, I think now's the time we're, we're learning how to live life and, and um, do it safely, but try to get back to normal. So why not start with these great activities um, that are COVID safe um, and fun? Exactly. Well, of course, all of this stuff can't be possible without the support of the community. Um, so if anybody hears anything today and they, they want to um, financially support um, or otherwise volunteer, let's give that information out again. Sure. So to get a hold of the Ripley County Community Foundation, you can get information via our website, which is rccfonline.org. You can always stop in and see us, and our office is located at 13 East George Street in Batesville. Or you can always call us on the phone, and we'll answer your questions, and that's 812-933-1098. Excellent. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, we would just want to say thank you, Jody, for giving us a, a voice this, this morning so that we could share some of our programming. Get out there, check out the trees that are being planted, drive through the park or um, drive through Oldenburg or Milan and check out the trees that the, our kids are getting into the ground for us.